בשם השם נעשה ונצליח תורה סיבה לנו משה מורשה קהילת יעקב I was asked by my dear brother to do a class on this Gemara which is as our dear friend Avraham is perplexed he never saw this Gemara the Gemara Talmud Bavli page Pei Bet it's a Mishnah really one of the last Mishnahs in Medushin let me read a very fascinating Gemara that says the best doctors go to hell and we want to understand the Gemara Gemara says that Tov Sheberofim Legehinom Even the best of physicians is destined for Gehinom. And that's how Art Scroll, the uh, most classic of the English commentaries. So, this is a very difficult Gemara to understand because I wanted to give a disclaimer in the class, and that is one of my most favorite people that I respect the most in my life is my cousin, my first cousin, which is the chairman of the emergency room in Cedar sinai That... um, Uh, Dr. Sam Torbati, and my dad once said something. He said, the worst possible characteristic in his opinion is people that don't have uh, appreciation. People that are kafui tova. People that are ungrateful. So, My cousin, which I know very intimately, is an angel. I don't call him a human being. The, the goal of this class is not to say people that literally are saving our lives on a daily basis to be ungrateful to them and try to bash them, right? But we're coming to understand a Gemara. <laughs> If you have a problem, you have the problem with God and the Talmud. The Talmud says this. I mean, the ta- Talmud here actually talks about a lot of different Professions. Like the Gemara says that most donkey drivers are Rasha'im, are evildoers, and the camel drivers are righteous. And then the Gemara mentions that <laughs> the best of doctors go to Gehinom, Jahannam. So why is this? Because the Gemara is trying to teach us a moral lesson. And that's really what the goal of the class is. First of all, also we have to know historically the greatest rabbi for us Sephardim was the Rambam. Hanesher HaGadol, the great eagle, which is the prince of Torah. He was a physician for the sultan of Egypt. And even the greatest Rishon in Kabbalah was the Ramban. Nachmanites was a physician. The Rambam was a physician. The Siporna was a physician. The Ran. Many of our greatest rabbis were actually, their profession was a, they were physicians. So, If the best ones go to hell, why would... Does that mean chas v'shalom, chalila v'chas, somebody like the Rambam would end up there? What is the Gemara saying? That the best of the physicians go... So, I want to first talk about the Maharal. I did a lot of research for this class. Babedelem Neshes, the one that... I, I, the, the, the pshat that I liked the most was the, the Maharal. The Maharal talks about this in a few different places. We know that doctors are in the business of saving people's lives. That's very clear. They're partners with God. Right? Just like a father and mother are partners with God to bring a soul into the world, right? There are three partners in the development of a human being. The father and mother provide the body, and then who sends the soul from heaven? Hashem. The same thing, a doctor 
right, is God's partner in doing the most wonderful task, which is saving Life. lives and making people better. That's probably why the Rambam and the Ramban and all these Siporno and especially the Sephardic Rishonim, a lot of them were, were, were physicians. But the Maharal explains like this, that if you're God's partner and you take all the credit and don't give any credit to God because you're snobby and you're egotistic and ga'ava, 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 then you belong in hell. You understand? It's like saying, let's say, uh, uh, and, and this is a beautiful mashal, like, that's why I wanted to say, like in development of a human being, there's three people that bring you into the world. So imagine a husband tells your wife, after she went through the pain of labor, you're nobody, I don't acknowledge you, you didn't do anything. Is that right? The mother is the one, right? See, that's the thing. It, it's, if, 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 if the doctor... See, what the Gemara is saying is that everybody has their own challenge in life, right? Some people, chas shalom, they're very good looking like Yosef. Their challenge in life is what? To not do womanizing, right? And have a bachelor party every night. Some people, a doctor, the Gemara is saying the test of the doctor is you should know. You have a very holy job and you're saving lives, which it says in the Gemara, like in Schindler's List, whoever saves a Jewish life is like he saved what? The entire world. But don't let it get to your... Head and think that your ego, that you, because what happens is there are many jokes about this, that the doctor himself thinks now he's God. If that's the type of doctor you are, that you're the best, and you think now there is no such thing as God, and who's God? You. That's a chutzpah, that's audacity. And that's, that's when vanity, egotism, and self-self, if, if that's, but if you're a humble doctor, and actually who do you give all the credit to? To who? To God, of course you're going to go into the highest place in where? In heaven. Rashi also really explains this in a, in a, in a different angle, same idea. Let's read Rashi. Rashi says, what does it mean you're the best of doctors? And this is actually a comfort. It's so heartbreaking. I myself had some health issues. A lot of times people get severely depressed when they're not as functional and they have bad allergies or different issues that makes them sick. But you should know, in a way it's the biggest blessing. You know why? Because when you get sick, you break your heart. And then, when you uh, the Kutzka Rebbe says, there's nothing more complete than a broken heart. Which means, now that you have a broken heart, you become humble. Once you're humble, you can connect to God. When you're snobby, God says, me and you, when you're ga'ava, when you're... God says, me and this person can't stay in the same word. So listen to Rashi. Rashi says, if you're the best of the doctor, means you know the solution to every sickness. So you never get sick, and you eat the best food, because you're also wealthy, and then you never break your heart, because everything's going perfect in your life. And then, that causes you to be ga'ava, because guys, unfortunately, it says, va'yishman yeshurun va'yiv'at. More often than not, we Jews have a tendency, we totally, absolutely abandon God when everything is going hunky-dory and everything's going perfect. You know that? When do we come to Hashem? For Kaddish, when somebody dies. When do we? So it says, that's the shot in the doctor. You're such a good doctor. Nothing goes wrong in your life. You never get sick. You never get sick, so you never really dive in. You have, never have a broken heart. You never have a broken heart, so you never beg, cry out to God. Since you're never ever crying out to God, you're going to go, Right? 
But there's a second pshat, which is, I think that's why I wanted to give this class, especially now during Corona. And Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, my Rebbe's gr- grandfather-in-law, also explains this very nicely. And that is, there's a second pshat in Rashi, and that is, Sometimes you do malpractice, which means sometimes, there's three pshatim in Rashi that Mepharshim say. One pshat is, you're always healthy, so you never break your heart, you never really daven with a broken heart, so you, you think, right? The second pshat is Rashi is that you do medical malpractice, like during Corona. There were different um, remedies that because of insurance or because of it wasn't a popular thing. The doctor knows this thing could save the person's life, but for whatever reason, right? Either because he's the best doctor, so he never gets a second opinion. That's what Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky explains. It says, when sometimes when you become so uh, self-confident and self-centered, you think you're the best in the world, why should I get a second opinion? Be a little bit humble. Ask your friend. If you're such a good doctor, I'm, you, I'm sure you know another... 20 colleagues, ask one person, maybe, right? So because of malpractice, you killed a person. If you would have been a little bit more humble and would have asked one of your friends what to do, right? So see, that's the thing. Since they're, they're not playing patty cake bakers, man, doctors, if they make a mistake, the guy is what? Dead. Kaput. Nisht. Duh. He's not here. And so that's the second Pshat Rashi, that because... They have the potential to do malpractice. It's very, they're playing with fire. And obviously, the Ramban brings down in his book, Torah Adam, that if the doctor tried his best and the person died, he's not going to have to pay for that. But the question is here the reason you did malpractice is because you were such a Balgaiva. You were so full of yourself that you didn't ask your friend for a second opinion. So, and then there's a third shot in Rashi, and that is. Oh my God, that's the pshat that we see in the world today. Halakhically, really, a doctor is not supposed to charge. It's a Gemara, and we could have another class on that, on the halakhic. He's allowed to charge as much as that schar batala, that he shouldn't go hungry himself, because then, but he, to, to, to charge, a, to let a person die, if he could morally and halakhically, if you're allowed to, you're a surgeon, or you have the power to save somebody's life and you don't do it for money, then you belong in Gehenom. Why? Money's more important than a person's life, right? That's the third Pshat and Rashi, you understand? So, it all goes back to what? Gava. Why is money so important for you? I mean, that may have to do with Taiva. Since your, your God is money, so you say, okay, let this guy die. Ah, this guy's a Jew. If you're in that kid's, in that poor person's place, right? Now, obviously, a doctor can't do that to anybody, and people shouldn't abuse that. But we're, th- that's what Rashi is saying. It's saying you can heal the poor, and why? And th- the Rambam actually writes that in the night he was so he would have a free medical clinic. Did you know that the Rambam at nights? And he was so tired that he would s- jump on his uh, mule, and his mule would bring him to his house because he couldn't walk physically. He was in Egypt. Even the non-Jews, he was healing. So. I just wanted to, to bring from Rav Chaim Kanyanevsky that, so basically the way we're understanding the Gemara is that Gemara is saying, if you're a balga'ava, if you're a snobby, self-centered, vanity, egotistic, self-worshipping narcissist, where are you going to belong? In Gehinom. Now who has this biggest, which profession has the biggest test in this arena? 
the doctor. Because if he, if he doesn't have his head right and he's not humble, then he thinks he's God, he takes all the credit, and then all these other problems can come out. So Rav Chaim Kanyanesi has a beautiful idea. Why is it so bad, Ga'ava? Look what the Gemara says about Ga'iva. If you want to look it up in the Talmud Bavli, Dafhei Sota. It says, Marzutra says, there's two character traits you shouldn't even have 1% of. You understand? You shouldn't even have one drop of blood of gaiva, of one DNA of gaiva in your fiber of your being. The Gemara says. Because it says, Shlomo HaMelech says, To'avat Hashem kol gvalevav. It's an abomination. It's not just something undesirable. It's disgusting in front of the Creator. To'avat Hashem. It's the abomination of anybody that has an ego. Gvalevav, that thinks... He, um, he has takabor, uh, we say in Farsi, or haughtiness. And look what the Gemara says, Adam ruach He says, is the Gemara Sota. That's what it has to do with Sota. It says, Agbal Gaiva, and then he's going to sleep with a married woman. It's like he did idol worship, the Gemara says. It says things that you cannot even believe. It says, and then he's going to sleep with all the Arayot. It's like he denies Hashem. And the scariest part is, Every day, three times in Shimon Eser, you say, Baruch Atah Hashem Nechaya Metim. He says, if you're Iqbal Gaiva, you don't become alive in Tekiyat Metim. Which means, when Hashem resurrects the dead, if you, your whole being is what, Gaava, you think you're God? Hashem says, stay, sleep. You're not going to see Mashiach. Right? And that's the scary thing. That's what the Gemara is saying. He's saying, if you're Bal Gaiva, then, th- that's, that's the day escape. But I just want to end with a very interesting idea. Because my Rosh Hashiva had another expression in this Gemara, and it's very important. You're, I know you're going to like it. And there is another type of doctor that I want to talk about to you guys. And that's who? A spiritual doctor, a rabbi. Now my Rosh Hashiva, you have to understand that there's certain rabbis that get, some, some of them get paid almost half a million dollars a year, quarter million dollars a year. If you go to congregations that are very wealthy and you know how to speak, you're a good orator. So, a doctor is the caretaker of the body, right? Who's your caretaker of your neshama? Rabbi. Rabbi is a a doctor for the soul. So, Rosh Hashiva Zatzal, God bless his soul, is your site. In a few few days, Rosh Chodesh Tammuz, he said, how about a rabbi, a a rabbi, that's corrupted. He twists the Torah to get a pay raise. He goes and he misleads people, right? He says it's okay to drive on Shabbat. He, instead of telling people, me, Mizaket Rabim, right? Because he's afraid he's going to lose his next $100,000 pay raise. He's going to lose his next $10,000. He's not, he's not going to be popular. Such a rabbi is going to go a much worse place than Gehinom. Because what is the, look at the Gemara saying, somebody that's messing up the body, which is only, a body is only, is going to become dirt in the end. But how about if somebody, because of his gaiva, or because of his corrupt um, psychology, he's willing to twist and change the Torah. And then he causes people to have the wrong understanding of Torah. But that's something that's really... That person 
Yeah, he knows it's not enough for that person. What is it? Kafakel? I don't know. You know? And that's a responsibility. Rabbi Yaakov Hillel, I had this achut when I was learning in the mirror, he would say, he said, he said, I have no question that there's going to be a lot of rabbis that everybody that came in their shul, you know, unfortunately, this is the most frustrating part of my rabbinate. A lot of people, they have this psychology that they want to stay the same. The same way when they were 25 is the same way they want to die at 95. They never want to grow closer to Hashem. But Rabbi Yaakov Hillel said, he said, all those Sephardic rabbis that never told people they need to learn Gemara, like I said, they never said, you need to learn Zohar. The Chas Shalom, we're not saying those people, but that's the danger. When you're super powerful and popular, and you want to keep your position, right? And you don't tell people the truth of Torah, right? That's even much worse. What's, what's going to happen with, to those spiritual doctors, those rabbis? Only God knows. So Hashem should help us. Amen. That we always should be the truth. We should always be on the right way. And the Gemara is always talking in code. The understanding of this Gemara is that really the word doctor could be substituted with Balgaiva, which means a person that's full of himself, a person that's haughty. The most glorious and the crown jewel of all good character traits is that of Moshe Ra'ayamehimna, which is humility. Yefa'er anavim bishua Hashem to bizochas, that that's the ultimate goal. That's the ultimate goal of our existence to know ain't od bilavado. We are nothing. And even if you're the best doctor, heart surgeon, brain surgeon in the world, it's all, all the credit goes to who? Hashem. Hashem. Because ain't od bilavado. Thank you for watching. Don't forget to subscribe.